This is Brother Michael A. Smith, a voice for Freemasonry, bringing to you the Short Talk Bulletin, published by the Masonic Service Association of North America every month since 1923. This, the Short Talk Bulletin podcast, is produced in cooperation with the MSA and is made possible with the generous support of a grant from the Grand Lodge AFNAM of Minnesota. Volume 47, Number 7, from July of 1969. Freemasonry and Freemasons at Valley Forge. Written by Brother Ronald E. Heaton. Valley Forge, Pennsylvania, is the site of the campgrounds of the Continental Army under the command of General George Washington from December 19, 1777 to June 19, 1778. Here, an army of approximately 10,000 men suffered through a winter of hardship and deprivation, recovering from its wounds, sicknesses, and near starvation. The question has often been asked if there was any Masonic activity in the camp during this period. The purpose of this short talk is to bring together what little information is presently available, whether it be traditional or factual. Records in the National Archives in Washington show that approximately 29,000 officers and men were at Valley Forge during this six-month period. There were 128 general officers and regimental commanders in the camp. Of this number, 51 have been verified as members of the Masonic Fraternity. It is altogether possible that some of the subordinate officers, as well as men from the rank and file of the army, were Masons. It would be only natural to assume that where Freemasons gathered, Masonic Lodge meetings would follow as a matter of course. Our question is, were Masonic meetings held at Valley Forge? Regrettably, no evidence has been found which would provide an affirmative answer. Traditional allusions are plentiful, but nothing factual has yet been brought to light. The lodge that might have provided some information on Masonic activity at Valley Forge was Lodge Number 8, the first country lodge warranted by the Provincial Grand Lodge of Pennsylvania. Its charter, dated June 24, 1766, provided for a meeting at some place in the northeastern part of Chester County, or within five miles thereof, the location being in the vicinity of Valley Forge, near the Schoolkill River, which was the dividing line between Chester and Philadelphia counties. The lodge could be held in the latter county. Very little is known of the history of the Lodge during the first twelve years of its existence. It was not until March 18, 1783, that the first stated meeting of the Lodge was held at the Lodge Room in Valley Forge. During the Revolution, every member, so far as is known, served in the Army at some time. The fortunes of war, the brethren being scattered, prevented regular meetings. Consequently, At the first recorded communication of the Provincial Grand Lodge of Pennsylvania, held in Philadelphia, July 29, 1779, Colonel John Bull, Worshipful Master of the Lodge, presented a petition stating that the inconvenience of laboring under the conditions of the times had prevented the Lodge from meeting regularly, and requested advice and instruction how to proceed. The Grand Lodge agreed unanimously that the Lodge should be revived. Scottish Rite Masons may be interested to know that a prominent member of this lodge was Brother Isaac Ald. He signed the bylaws, 
but no record is presently available to show when or where he was made a Mason. Brother Ald was one of the eleven founders of the Mother Supreme Council of the World in Charleston, South Carolina, and served as its third Grand Commander from 1823 to 1826. Traditional accounts of Masonic activity at Valley Forge are plentiful. One such story is that two members of General Anthony Wayne's staff were Masons and regularly attended meetings of a regimental lodge there. Two Irishmen hatched a plot to rob these officers, together with General Wayne and a Colonel Robinson, and then desert to the British. But the plot was discovered, the men captured, sentenced to two hundred lashes and drummed out of camp, and later made their way to the British lines. General Wayne, not a Mason, is mentioned a second time. Shortly before the army broke camp in June of 1778, he allegedly gave a grand entertainment and banquet to the members of the Masonic fraternity. This was held in the orchard near his quarters. All the general officers, including Washington, and many ladies were said to have been present. Another tale, often told, is that Lafayette was made a Mason at Valley Forge, with Washington himself presiding as worshipful master of the lodge at that meeting. This legend was disproved a long time ago, but it is still being repeated as a historical fact. Still one more tale can be related. The Masonic Sun for April of 1933 contained an article about the only signer of the Declaration of Independence who was a 32nd degree Mason. The story relates that Dr. Matthew Thornton of New Hampshire was made a Master Mason in the Lewisburg Lodge attached to the 28th Regiment of Foot of the Royal Forces and ends with this statement. It was at Valley Forge, Pennsylvania, that Baron von Steuben, General Washington's drillmaster, conferred upon this Irishman the degree of Sublime Prince of the Royal Secret, the 32nd degree. That would be back in the spring of 1778. The old inn at King of Prussia, Pennsylvania, built around 1709, is mentioned as the meeting place of an army lodge of Masons during the encampment period. But, if there were no Masonic meetings or other Masonic activity at Valley Forge, we are certain that Masons were there. Just a few of the more prominent Masons included General George Washington, made a Mason in the lodge at Fredericksburg, Virginia in 1752, President of the Constitutional Convention of 1787, and the first President of the United States. Brigadier General Elias Dayton, New Jersey legislator and president of the New Jersey Society of the Cincinnati. Brigadier General Mordecai Gist, later Grand Master of Masons in South Carolina. Major General Henry Knox, the first Secretary of War under the federal government in Washington's administration and the first Secretary General of the Society of the Cincinnati. Brigadier General John Peter G. Mullenberg, Preacher, United States Senator and Congressman, Major General and Inspector General Baron von Steuben, Drillmaster at Valley Forge, President of the New York Society of the Cincinnati, Major General John Sullivan, New Hampshire Legislator, First Grand Master of Masons in New Hampshire. Also, James Monroe, aide de camp to Lord Sterling, and Fifth President of the United States. Charles Wilson Peel, portrait painter. 
John Marshall, Outstanding Chief Justice of the United States, and Major General, the Marquise de Lafayette, close friend of Washington. Brother James R. Case, Grand Historian of the Grand Lodge of Connecticut, says of Lafayette on his return to America in 1824 and 25, Whenever he traveled, he was the recipient of Masonic honors such as no man received before or after. There is no Masonic Lodge at Valley Forge at present, but a brief account of one Masonic meeting held there in recent years may be of some interest. Independent Royal Arch Lodge No. 2, New York City, celebrated its 200th anniversary in 1960. A special communication of the Lodge, by permission of the Grand Masters of both New York and Pennsylvania, was held in the Hall of the Patriotic Order, Sons of America, on Saturday, May 7, 1960, at 5 o'clock, as a memorial to the brethren of that lodge known to have been with the army at Newburgh in 1783, and who may have served at Valley Forge. One member selected for special recognition was Moses Spruill, sergeant in the 3rd New Jersey Regiment from November 1775 to 1781, and who did serve at Valley Forge. A silver jewel bearing his name, and dated at Valley Forge, 1778, is in the Grand Lodge Library and Museum in New York City. The Worshipful Master of the Lodge welcomed the members and visitors, stating that, This memorial to our members is also to the other Masons who served here, and to all men and Masons who have served our country since. No attempt was made to establish the fact that there was a meeting of this lodge at Valley Forge in 1777 or 1778. As part of the memorial ceremony, the master asked the junior warden, Where did Masons of Independent Royal Arch meet in the year 1778? The junior warden responded with a degree of caution which is recommended to Masonic historians today and for the future. Worshipful Master, we do not know. We do know that they met in New York before 1776 and after 1783. We also know that they met in the American Revolutionary Army in 1783. They may have met in the Army at other times between 1776 and 1784. In the year 1778, there were Masons of Independent Royal Arch Lodge at Valley Forge, and there were Masons of other lodges. Whether any of the Masons met as Masons at Valley Forge, we do not know. We only know that they were here, and that they served their country as men and as soldiers. Thus, regretfully, we can find no evidence that Masons met together at Valley Forge during that difficult time. But of their influence then and since, there can be no doubt. Masonry played a full part in the founding of this country, and in the perpetuation of the ideals and purposes of the Founding Fathers since then. This has been the Short Talk Bulletin Podcast, produced in cooperation with the Masonic Service Association of North America and is made possible through a generous grant from the Grand Lodge AFNAM of Minnesota who have been engaging and inspiring good men who believe in a supreme being to live according to the Masonic tenets of brotherly love, relief, and truth since 1853.